Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. All right, we kick off the uh, 4 o'clock hour on Gwen and Chris. Happy Friday to you. It is finally a Friday, and uh, we're getting close to the holiday season if we're not there already. Uh, 97.3 The Fan, Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby. All broadcasting from the Odyssey Palace Studios here in America's finest city. You can watch the uh, program on YouTube. Uh, just search for 97.3 The Fan. couple of quick notes before we get to our Chris vs. The Fans uh, trivia contest. The Padres have made a late afternoon trade on this Friday. The player they have acquired is named Drew Campbell. He's a double-A outfielder from the Atlanta Braves. The bigger news is who they were able to part with. The uh, Padres have traded away the $8 million contract of Matt Carpenter. They also had to send left-handed reliever Ray Kerr to the Atlanta Braves, uh, along with Carpenter. That's how little anybody wanted Carpenter. The Braves are like, "Uh, you got to give us somebody. With Carpenter, and maybe we'll take him. I mean, so, listen, there you it, go. It, it it makes a lot of sense, right? The Padres just acquired what four pitchers um, in that right. deal from New Don't York. Don't need Ray Kerr as much as they might have. Exactly, you're able to get eight million dollars. I know that might not seem a lot, but when you add that to what you got rid of when you you know move Soto, um, the Padres are creating some space here. Now, what that space will be used for? I don't think we know. It could certainly – it opens up even more options for trading, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the options that remain on the free agent list are still there. Um, but he's definitely making some uh, – <laughs> What is sorry. happening over there? <laughs> I was looking at the tweet that the Padres sent out about Drew Campbell, and I just started to scroll down, and there's this hilarious video of some – Kung Fu fighting guy waving his arms and knocking people down. And it says, now let's take a quick look at the Draymond Green 2023 highlight package. <laughs> I don't know. It just made me laugh. <sighs> Sorry. Uh, but I I think that, you know, it appears that AJ is working on something. He's, he's creating space here yes. to do something. What that is, your guess is as good as mine. A couple of other quick notes. If you uh, haven't been tuned in all day, the Chargers did uh, fire their uh, head coach, Brandon Staley, following last night's 63-21 loss to the Raiders. GM Tom Telesco also has been forced to part with his job. Chargers uh, will go in another direction. Uh, lots of names are being rumored as replacements, but who wants to work for those guys? Uh, we'll find out eventually. Uh, all right, Chris versus the fans is the uh, topic uh, we got rolling here. 833-288-0973 to play some trivia and perhaps qualify for a trip to go to Las Vegas. 
If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself. Howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. And before I get to the uh, prize, uh, I had promised earlier that I was going to give you A.J. Preller's actual winning percentage as general manager of the Padres. It kind of bothers me when somebody calls in who doesn't like A.J. Preller and just goes ahead and makes up their own statistic that turns out to not even be true. Oh, so he wasn't a career 43% No, his 10-year record with the Padres is uh, 47%, 470 winning percentage. And over the last four years, it's 5 29. All right. So it's gotten a whole lot better once he got the uh, ship righted. But anyway, if you want to make a thing on A.J. Preller, fine, but don't (laughs) lie about it. So so it wasn't accurate at all. I don't remember who called in and said that, but I was definitely like, okay, he he answered like that. I mean, he must know. Oh, yeah, 43%. He's terrible. (laughs) Well... That is terrible. And we should have known when he didn't give us the actual win-loss total. Yeah, he was He's like, just, uh, 43%. 43%. Uh, all right, you can be qualified for a grand prize, two-night stay, Westgate, Las Vegas, dinner, Edge Steakhouse. Don't overlook at that uh, dinner at Edge Steakhouse. Plus two tickets to see uh, Barry Manilow at the Westgate, Las Vegas, Copacabana, Mandy, Can't Smile Without You, show-stopping tunes, and a show-stopping performance uh, from uh, Barry Manilow. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com to see him at the Westgate Las Vegas. Plus, you're going to win a pair of tickets to see the Seals and the Nighthawks. They're taking, uh, they're matching up uh, at Pechanga Arena on December the 29th. You can grab tickets to that matchup at SealsLAX.com. Chris vs. the Fans is brought to you by Tarpy Pleming. Uh, pl- Pleming. <laughs> you, I've you've created, been really, a, I've created you've been pretty a new, good at that. You haven't had any no, problems. No, I've like, crea- created a new, a new uh, job. I'm not going to count it against you. Tarpy Pleming. Okay. Hutting, now I'm going to count it against you. Tarpy Pleming, Hudding and Air. <laughs> Will you please pronounce their name and everything correctly? <laughs> Tarpy Plumbing, Heating and Air. All right. There it is. For the best HVAC and Pleming services in okay, San Diego. Stop saying Pleming. <laughs> And the surrounding areas, call Tarpy. That's T-A-R-P-Y. Call them today. I'm sorry, Tarpy people, when you get someone calling. I would like to call about the pleaming services, please. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they'll be happy that people are That's listening true. and calling in. That is true. That's good. All right, here are the uh, rules. You have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. If you are first time player, play let us know before we get into it, and you will get that question for free. Sorry, I was a little late on that. No, it was a, it was a, it was good. It was like an echo. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's get to our first contestant, Eric. You are the one. Uh oh, Eric. Nope. Hey, he said he was oh, going to fix his phone. Uh, your, your phone's a little phone's crackly. A little choppy. Still crackly. Uh, all right. Well, can you hear me? Oh, I'm sorry about your phone. But you stay there. We will make do. I will have to put you down during the question and then put you up for the answer, okay? All right, so, so listen up, Eric. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, here we go. Here's the first question. What airline flies a Shamu painted plane? No, yeah, no clue. That's too bad. No clue? <laughs> Doesn't know. No clue. Hello? Do you know? Southwest. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. Sorry, Eric. Uh, Nike shirt would have also worked as well. <laughs> but uh, 
We'll take. Uh, <laughs> I didn't we'll even take consider that. <laughs> you know, one time I did get the the Shamu plane, and I was very excited. Did, see, I, I don't think I'd be excited. I don't want any any decals on my plane. I just I mean, might weigh it down just, a little yeah, bit. I just need a regular it's, plane. It's a regular <laughs> paint job. Yeah, hey, I don't care. No painting. I need mentally. I just need to say Southwest, and I'll be good. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to our next contestant, Michael. Welcome to the show. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Hey, Michael. All right, Michael. Here we go, Michael. First question. What team won the WBC earlier this year? Mm. I'm going to go with Puerto Rico. It is not Puerto Rico. I don't remember too well. I really don't. Was it Japan? Save that clip. Yeah, I don't know. It was Japan. It was. It was yeah, I really wasn't sure. Remember how it ended? Yeah, no. Mike Trout, Mike versus Trout Shohei punching Otani. out against oh, yes. Shohei Otani. That's right. That was as dramatic as you so can So wait, get. the U.S. was in the final game? No. Oh. Yeah, no, that, they Was were. that the final game? That was the it final, was final game, game. Yeah. yeah. Clearly because Mike Trout is it's American. So Puerto Rico was the team that didn't even make like the playoff or something happened. I don't remember. I don't honestly. remember at all. Anyway, oh yeah, the I got lucky there. is Manny on the Puerto Rico team? Dominican. No, uh, Dominican DR. team. DR. They yeah, also the lost DR, they to lost. maybe Mexico. Man, we I got to get a better brain. Yeah, save that clip. Let's go. Let's go to our next contestant, Anthony. Welcome to the show. Love your name. <laughs> Good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. First question: What NHL team is the newest to be founded? Oh, he got Ooh, it. Crack it. Crack it. I would have touched Just getting it. Anything, anything on the board was a good guess there. Nice that was. Good job. Question number two. I can't believe you put this first one on here. I don't think that's a real question, actually. Well, then let's go with it. No. Well, no I just don't <laughs> want to hear it. No. What is the mascot for La Costa Canyon High School? Oh, get out of here. I know. That's why it struck it from the record. No, it's it's uh, the question. Uh, it's, no, I do not want. No, no. You no. Don't, you're not gonna Ask a different at, question. You had it on there. I it's did. There. That was a day that we were running out of questions, and I was like, I need a question. <laughs> All right, fine. Here we go. LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels won this year's Heisman Trophy. Name the two Heisman Trophy winners before. Before him? Yeah. Before him. The two. Year before, year before oh, that. 22 and 21. That's ridiculous. Got to win them uh, both? Get them both? Got to get them both. Was it, well, Cal, what, Caleb Young and... Uh, at least some Alabama guy. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. No, but stay there. Stay guy. there. Well, Caleb Williams is the guy yes. that he is thinking of, and I think uh, Bryce Young won the year before. You had, it, had you a just... first and last name of both guys. Yeah. You just combined just, you them put them together. Caleb yeah. Young. Uh-huh, that was... Caleb Williams, Bryce Young. Sorry, Anthony. Yeah, sorry, sorry about Anthony. That. Close. We go to our next contestant, Christian. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's pretty, pretty good, well. Christian. Pretty good. Here we go. First question. What college basketball team is currently number one in the country right now? South Carolina. South Carolina. South Carolina. And women's. And women's. I think there went. Oh, was the question women's? No, no, no it wasn't. No, it was uh, I believe Arizona's on top. 
I didn't even know that until I looked it up, honestly. You know, Scrape. What? There could have been a bone to pick on that because we didn't really clarify men yes, or women. Yes, South Carolina is All right, women's. Christian is on the, the line. Move him, we'll move move him forward. We'll move him forward. Wow, Christian, you we're just gonna, got the pass to the next forward, round. Christian. It's a hot, it's a, a faulty uh, question by Scraby. Uh, well, I don't know Which that we need to go that Which never happened. I, I, I'm surprised we knew Scraby's how to react to this, Tony. Scraby helps you big time on yeah, that one. Yeah, I don't know that was my question, but anyway. <laughs> it was definitely Faulty question. question. Here we go. Question number two. This is such a Scraby question right here. What is the name of Patrick Mahomes' little brother? Tristan。Tristan。Tristan。Tristan。Tristan。Tristan。Tristan。Tristan。Tristan。Tristan。Tristan。Tristan。Tristan。Tristan。Tristan。Tristan。Tristan。Tristan。Tristan。Tristan。
1,500 hits. Yeah, All right. a pretty good player. Ryan, higher or lower than 1,500 hits for Manny Trio? Oh, man. Higher? Higher. Higher. You are correct. Hey! hey. Say that again. You're going to forever love Manny Trio. Man. Yes, yes, yes. Um, he had, you were really close, Chris. He had 1,562 hits. Ooh. So you were 62 off. I only missed by a, a bit. He was right. a career 270. 263 hitter. 263. Good hitter. He was a pretty good ball player. Good hitter. Pretty Not many player. home runs, though. Not Only many, 61. No. Not many home runs. Okay. He's a middle infielder. Home runs aren't everything. Well, he was a middle infielder. In those days, middle infielders really didn't hit home runs. I know not chicks dig the long ball. I was going to say, Tony's just, but I thought everybody wants to hit home runs yeah. these days. No. Oh, everybody does want to hit home runs this year, these days, but it's not what the game is all about. Are you? Don't you worry about what I'm doing over here, son. Are you putting a card together yeah, over here? Just right. mind your own mind business. Your own oh, business. my gosh. Okay. Man, this guy. All right. Something Check else. some traffic, and uh, we'll uh, figure things out when we come back on Gwen and Chris. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tune in to kick off with Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti. Every week, Boomer and Valenti preview the entire slate of NFL games. Analysis from Boomer. Picks from Mike. The biggest stories in the league packed into an hour. Tonight at 6 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan. And always live on the free Odyssey app. Presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Aha. Uh-huh. Casamigos is good. Yeah. Norman. Yeah. Good old Norman there. <laughs> Brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. Yeah. Uh, 423 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. Lakers tipping off in about seven minutes. I'll get to watch a little bit of it here in the studio. Playing the Spurs again. I mean, how many times back to back games? Right, they played the Spurs their last game, I believe. I think it's a ten. So they just stayed in. I think it's a ten game series. I think they're just going to play them for the next month and a half. We'll take it. And they've only got the great thing is, is the NBA is trying to get these teams to stop sitting players out. But LeBron James apparently his uh, calf flared up the other night, so he was he out, out yeah. with an injury. He's back, but now Anthony Davis is hurt tonight, and he won't play. He's been a little gimpy it's the last funny. couple oh, of games, so he's he's uh, like I'm supposed to believe that he has. You had to watch the game, but he's been limping up please. and down the, the court. I'll tell you one thing: the Bulls have an interesting dilemma because uh, we talked about this a little last week. But Zach Levine, our our buddy and Blake Snell's good friend has been out for seven games with six of which the Bulls have now won. They're six and one in his time yeah. off. Huh? And they've been and the only loss they had was an overtime to the Bucks. There's been a It's rumors. like they're playing great. There's rumors that Levine could be headed to Los Angeles. I mean he, he right he's now James the, hardening himself. Right, right now, now the Bulls no, don't no, have don't him. do that don't do that to, to Levine. He has not pushed I like, his I way love out Zach Levine. like James did. He is just hurt. 
and okay. not playing. No, he's seriously hurt. He's been out for a couple of weeks. I will refrain. No, weeks. I yeah, I wasn't. You said that. he was James. I will Harden refrain, or no, I will re- I will that. change what I said, and I'll just say I don't like it when guys call who what team they want to go to. He didn't do that. He, I read an article saying he wanted to join the Lakers. That he has not, not even come not, close to saying that. He's saying he wants to stay with the Bulls and see it through. That's all he is. I've heard him say. Yeah. Heard him say nothing of the kind. To find this article. Yeah. Once again, the, the bear of misinformation. I'm going to try to find this article. Scraby the bear on his Easter egg hunt here, trying to find an article that doesn't exist. Catch up Easter egg hours. <laughs> it's a correct information hunt. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's not a hunt that you're on very often, there, buddy. <laughs> no, you don't discover the correct information <laughs> very often. You walk right into that one. Uh, again, as as it was yesterday, not a ton going on in sports today. Padres did make a trade. They unloaded Matt Carpenter's $8 million contract. Um, they also had to ship Ray Kerr, the left-handed reliever, in that deal. Uh, they get a young outfielder in return from the Atlanta Braves. Uh, his name, what's his name again, Chris? I don't know. I'm not on uh, Twitter anymore. <laughs> I, I had to look at it last time. Uh, Drew Campbell. Drew, Drew Campbell. Thank there you. you go. Just Thank came you, yeah. Thank you, Scraby. I'm glad you're on that hunt for the information. You I, I found it, actually. <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm a slight bearer of misinformation. A slight? Yes, okay. a slight. Because well, how, the, how news, slight? the news did come from sources close to the team, but it did not come out of his mouth. So, no. so it did come from the team, not him. Well, from the Chicago Sun-Times, it said, quote, the Bulls have been linked to the Lakers and Raptors in the rumor mill, but multiple sources said Levine and his representation want Los Angeles because of the clutch sports connection. Uh, That's what I read. So I'm like- Half, but Zach Levine has said nothing of the kind. He said, "I want to be with the Bulls and see this through." He told someone, uh, or his I, agent told you, someone. It is interesting what happens when you win a bunch of games without a guy. All of a sudden, it seems like, like uh. why not trade him? I mean, you're just going to add some pieces. But Zach Levine's such a good player, such a good offensive player, and I don't know if he's a good defensive player or not. I just know he's a really great offensive player. Uh, speaking of great offensive players. Tyreek Hill's availability for Sunday's game against the New York Jets remains in question, said Coach Mike McDaniel. <gasps> for once, not uh, joking around. Uh, Mike McDaniel. <laughs> is that where has that act worn thin on you, Chris? No. Okay. But it will if he loses this game. Okay. Uh, I don't want to hear any joking if they lose to the Jets. <laughs> um, but he says, bottom line is we're going to have a, a conversation that will be based on, and remember, this is Tyreek Hill. Uh, he's in a very experienced player, so we'll decide together whether or not he feels like he can go. He better. I I don't know what you do here, Tony, because you've got three tough games after this, I might and you're going to need him one. against the Cowboys yeah. and the Ravens and the Bills. I would. I I very well might sit. But if this you game. lose the Jet game, it's going to really hurt you. Uh, you could end up losing the division. Buffalo's only a couple games back. Can you imagine losing to the Jets and losing Tyreek for the next couple of weeks? No. I, 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 right. this, they can't do that This either. is risky. I, it, we the know, whole thing is interesting. We know how important he is to the offense based on what we saw when he went out of the game <laughs> last yeah, week. it was ugly. But I don't know. When you, you talk about the Cowboys, who's, who's after that? Ravens and Bills. I, they got whew. three really tough games after this game. Ain't none of them nice on defense either. So, right. I mean, they 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 taking shots at that ankle. So, I'd get rested up. Miami's got uh, so many injury problems. You do have it. Zach Wilson playing for you, too. So Against I mean, you, you mean? No, no. I meant playing for you. Oh, for so, you. So, <laughs> you think he'll throw think, a couple I of passes I think Miami's that's in his way? Yeah. 
Well, I hope he does. Uh, speaking of injuries, though, your uh, Bang Bang Niner game is ailing as well. Yes. Scraby. Yeah. Uh, yeah, tackle, defensive tackle Eric Armstead. I defensive tackle Javon Hargrave. Linebacker Dre Greenlaw. Well, good thing he's not in there. All security guards on the sidelines can feel Wouldn't safe. Wouldn't want him slapping anybody else. No. Uh, <laughs> he didn't slap anyone. He pointed the finger I'm in the sorry. guy's Dom's eyes. Face he poked got somebody in the, in the eye. His, his face finger. got in the way. Yeah. Anyway, they're all uh, Oren Burks. Also, they've all been ruled out. Uh, actually, Greenlaw is questionable, but the other three are out. So. Oh, they just trying they're to playing play with no Cardinals. defense. They, they, they're really being disrespectful. Oh, huh? maybe that's it. They're, playing the Cardinals. They're we're trying gonna, to rest we're gonna a sit these bit. guys. Just re- uh, listen to you, Mister <laughs> Arrogant. Like I'm all worried that Miami's going to be without some players. Scraby's like, ah, just sit them out. We're, we're only good. playing the play Cardinals. The Cardinals. No, just they, playing the Cardinals. They, they do the have most, to... You are the most. You 49er fans are are just a piece of work. Piece of work. And I you have represent never been them. a piece of work. And you represent them. <laughs> you do. You rep. You are the representative. And you for are. The and, and we know why we can back that up is because Tony knows Forty Nine er fans, and they tell him that Scraby's just like them. He is. They. 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 They get into the same boat with Scrape. Oh yeah. Day. And it's amazing. It just feels like such a comfortable place to be when I'm oh, surrounded by fellow great Forty Nine er fans. Oh, Real quick goodness. before we get to the break here, uh, we talked a little bit about that restraining or that temporary restraining order that was put in against the NCAA from stopping them from sitting players who transferred multiple times. Oh, yes. Uh, a temporary restraining order against the NCAA, uh, according to the athletic, for transfer athletes is being converted to a preliminary injunction and will last until the end of the spring sports period pending court approval. The NCAA said Friday, if approved by a federal judge, multi-time transfer athletes in the winter and spring sports will be able to play without Reprisal. So I think this kind of takes away the idea that they could be in, like immediately ineligible for a year because this injunction now lasts throughout the sports season of 2023-2024 because it goes through the spring. So if you were a baseball transfer, this also now applies to you as well. So uh, I would like to have some uh, um, lawyer uh, or, or law expert explain, all this. explain to us how many injunctions can actually be filed. <laughs> no, right? This seems I like file an one, and you can file one, and Scraby can file one, and we can just be doing an injunction <laughs> thing for the next six months, and Without then the whole thing will be over. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't know how this works, but we've heard a lot about injunctions from the Pac-12, now NCAA. I do think that a lot of this stuff that's popped up with the NCAA is also an effort to try to kind of curtail what is being called the Wild West in terms of transfers, NIL. Wow, that would be They're trying to get their arms wrapped around thing. this. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, let's get to break. Scraby. What do you yes. got? Oh, what do I got? Well, in the Big Five, a maligned pitcher is still out there on the market. Maligned? And, oh, I know Yeah, maligned. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Okay, maybe you do. And probably would fit the price range of the Padres. So we're talking about a former Cy Young Award winner here, and... He's got some baggage. He's got a little bit of baggage, but we'll tell you who in the Big Five next on 97.3 The Fan. It's uh, 4.38. Camera's faulty. Got that squared away? Per use. Yep, per use. That's because Scraby runs it. (laughs) I'm not falling for it. Anybody else was camera operator would be good. Uh, Welcome back to the show, Chrisello. Tony Gwynn Jr., Mr. Scraby. 
Uh, coming up on Monday, Scraby and Friends will be the show. <laughs> and you guys are the friends. We are going to be the friends. Uh, Tony will be uh, here in the studio, I believe. I yes. will be uh, calling in from across the country in Florida. Where are you going in Florida? Uh, West Palm Beach, actually. Any Dolphins games you can hit up while you're there? Uh, they for, don't play that, Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday. Is that for Thursday. who? Yeah, a little oh, okay. basketball tournament. So I'll be going down there with the ladies. On Monday morning, we leave really early, so I'll be there in time to join the show that afternoon. Uh, we'll have some fun Monday. And then Tuesday, it'll be Scraby and Sammy. Sammy Levitt will be stepping in for us before we break for the Christmas holiday. Sammy and I have already been texting back and forth about what we want to do on the show. Yes. So we're already preparing. I hope so. Yeah. It's going to be just you two. Oh, Sammy and Scraby. Hit. <laughs> big time show. He said hit. That's yeah. a big time show. I'm so into the name Sammy and Scraby, I let Sammy go first because it sounds better. Scraby and Sammy doesn't sound good? No, I think Sammy and Scraby rolls off the tongue a little bit better. Maybe so. What do you think, Chris? I think it's time to go to traffic <laughs> and then head to today's Big Five. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, this holiday season, shop groceries and baking needs in one trip, and that's it at Smart and Final. And before we went to break, I told you about a maligned pitcher with lots of baggage out there. Uh, and he's on the market, and he might fit the Padres' price range. Number five. I got this from uh, someone on Twitter, or X, I'm sorry. Rick is his name, and his his uh, uh, X handle is great. It's Five rolled tacos is what it, it is. My type it's a of picture guy. of rolled tacos. It has yeah. to be. But Rick said this, and I know that I've seen this out there from some other people as well. So, And I've also known that I've asked you guys about this before. I want to know where we're at right now if your mind has been changed. But Rick tweeted this. Trevor Bauer should be someone the Padres talked to. He pitched well in Japan last year, and is now, his name is now clear of any wrongdoing. Uh, which, yes, he did clear his name in, when the lawsuit ended and he was able to talk about it. So you can, go, you can go listen to his video yourself if you want to on his Twitter. But, Chris. Yes. Again, I've asked you this before and I ask you again, would you kick the tires on Trevor Bauer? You know, his name has been cleared uh, by the courts, uh, but I don't think his name has been cleared in the court of public opinion. I, I think still most of us feel like the guy's a kook. Um, <laughs> and I, I just, I, I know I, I'm not going to do it. I, I, I'm not making that deal. The not thing, the thing is, is prior to all of this happening, Trevor Bauer was a kook anyway. Guy used to pitch with one eye closed on purpose. He was just, he's just weird. That is true. I don't need to bring this guy into this club. No. Remember he sliced his hand up with the uh, drone, drone in the playoffs? The yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. a weird guy. I, I, you know, so I'm glad he got cleared in the court, of, in the courts, but uh, he's got a long way to go in the uh, other court. So I'm going to say no. Tony kicking the tires on Trevor Bauer. Where the Padres are currently at in their offseason? They very well could kick the tires, but there's a huge calculation that comes with it. 
I think, if you're a team. And, yes, he has been absolved of any uh, wrongdoing in terms of that situation. But, I mean, around the league, I don't know that Trevor was, like, that well regarded amongst his peers prior to any of that stuff happening anyway. He's a heck of a pitcher. I don't think there's any question about his talent. I mean, he's he's an elite guy. But there comes a... There's a lot. There's some calculation that comes with any team that's going to. I mean, even I would say even kick the tires because even when the if a rumor gets out that you are kicking the tires, there's going to be some type there of be a fall just for that. even just, being associated I, with talking to him. I, I can. I I think so. I mean, that's how it feels right now. I could be wrong, um, but it's was was Chris say so you selling your soul right there if if you bring in uh if you're trying to bring him in you're making a deal with the devil. A deal with the devil, Chris. Maybe. Maybe. But, you know, I don't know. We'll, uh, I, I I, would think not, but never know. Never never say never. Never say never. I know you do it, Scraby, in a heartbeat. Anything to win. Yeah. That's the competitor you are. <laughs> he wanted to say no, but he, he, <laughs> he couldn't, couldn't he disagree couldn't, with he me. Disagree with <laughs> because I love sports. Number four. That is a lie. Oh, brother. We are he, this close to Christmas, and you are telling lies right Santa's now. Santa's watching. Going to get a lump of coal, Scraby. Going to get uh, a lump of coal. You know, I, I did get a lump of coal one year as a joke, and thought it was yeah, I'm sure I you didn't think was that hilarious. was I'm sure. I thought it was hilarious. Knowing you, you couldn't have possibly have thought that was I didn't funny. lose my mind or anything, okay? <laughs> uh, the NFL is thinking about changing a rule we have talked about on this very show. The current rule in question is this. When an offensive player fumbles the ball into the end zone and the fumble goes out of bounds, the defensive team gets the ball at the 20-yard line. It's essentially a touchback. Some say this rule is flawed because it contradicts itself because if a player had just fumbled the ball out at the one-inch line, say, the offensive team still gets to keep it. Yet with the end zone, the defensive team doesn't even have to gain possession of it, recover, whatever. just has to go out of bounds in the end zone. The ball... the NFL would have to come up with how to properly enforce the play. Perhaps maybe the offensive team is hit with a penalty or they are awarded the ball from where the player fumbled or something like that. But, Tony, do you think this play needs to be changed? No, I don't. I kind of agree with you. I, I don't see with the big... It ups the stakes. Don't When you get to the end zone and you're on the cusp of getting six points, you have to protect that football even more. Yeah. I don't see why this is even a question of changing. If you fumble it in the end zone, it goes out of bounds. It's not only is it not your ball, the other this is safety. So I mean, yeah, I don't have a problem with this rule. Chris, what do you think about it's the rule? It's the only rule in NFL that favors the defense. It's the only one. Yeah, I now guess right. especially. Please yeah. don't take it away from them. Please don't take it yeah, away. From keep them. this the way it is. The other reason is is that I haven't heard any better Good. explanation. Thank you. You can't give me the guy. If a guy gets to the one-inch line, gets popped, and fumbles it out of the end zone, we're going to say he gets to keep the ball in the one-inch line? No. no. What about the fumble? Yeah. The defense? I mean, no. I, I, I haven't heard a better alternative. What about if uh, you – what about if it's like an intentional grounding situation where you – loss of down, but you get to keep the ball at where you fumbled it? No. It's a fumble. Don't. And if you reach for the pylon, you better darn well get there. <laughs> right. And not lose the ball through that, the end zone. That's the other thing that people forget. The pylon rule, I mean, is completely you could your body could be hovering out of bounds as long as you just nick yeah. that pylon. Yeah, that, it's yeah. a touchdown. Yeah. So I, I think there, whereas every other rule you got to like get to the line, 
You just have to – the piece of the football has to just touch the front part of the line. It's a, a touchdown, touchdown has never been easier to get. Yeah. So I, please yeah. don't take the one thing a defense still has going for it, which is maybe you'll stupidly fumble the ball through the end zone. I think they should have still – never mind. I'm not going to bring up Trevor Lawrence again. Like, the ball needs to pass the entire goal line for a touchdown, oh, and go. that's never been yeah, a now thing. Now you're trying to change a whole other rule. Yeah. I didn't even know this was an issue, but apparently fans are up in arms over this. And well, must... you also only need to possess the ball for a split second if you run over the goal line. But if you catch it, you got to catch, catch it, it, make it, a football ball, yeah, play, and hold on to it and control move. it to the ground. Yeah. It's the same, the same oh, six points, but a oh, totally different gonna, way of going about it. I thought he was going to swear. But he <laughs> was, uh, That's a veteran right there. He's not going to swear on air. If I ever did, I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Dean Blandino, you guys know who he is? He is the former VP of officiating. I see more of him on Sunday than I do anybody else. It's true. It's true. He's the guy who pops in on Fox Sundays and gives his opinion on some of the reviews that they're doing. But he recently did an interview with uh, the Awful Announcing podcast, and he revealed some things about how the NFL vets their officials and if sports betting has ever got in the way. So. Uh, you can go to Awful Announcing for the full interview, but here's just a little clip of what he said about sports betting and vetting officials. The NFL has so many controls in place just to become an NFL official. The, the NFL security, the background checks, they go around. Before the, before we hired an, an NFL official, and this is still the case today, you know, you'd have NFL security reps going door-to-door in the neighborhood and talking to oh, the wow. neighbors. Yeah, they look at all of your business associations. They look for conflicts of interest. All of that, bank accounts, everything, and and there's checks during the season, and and so they'll they'll look at if a, if a game official has you know ten dollars in their bank account on Friday, and then they work a game, and now there's a hundred thousand dollars. That's a red flag, yeah. right? So you're you're checking those things, you're monitoring the betting lines, and so uh, you know looking at how calls impact those lines, and and are there individual officials that are involved in more of those. So it's kind of a long answer, but he goes on to say that there have been instances where referees have been approached to, to what is it? Um, well, I don't, really game, can stop, I don't game, think yeah. you can stop people from approaching somebody. What no, that's do? not what he's saying. And I brought that up because the vetting process seems like it's really, really crazy. If they're going to your neighborhood and knocking on your neighbor's doors and asking yeah, about you. That's good. But, uh, Chris, since you're our official here, which sport do you think would be the easiest to influence by an official? Well, basketball. I mean, it's just I think it's always been that it's way because there's five <laughs> plays in a game. I mean, to let one basket you know, count or not count. Uh, you can decide a game that way, and it's very difficult for anybody to tell. It's just like when they used to shave points. I mean, they weren't even asking you to shave points and lose the game. They were just asking you to shave points and keep it close. Okay. So that, you know, the betters could win the spread. It's really tough to find in uh, in basketball. But I will say the NFL officials did cheat one game this year, that Dolphin-Eagles Sunday <laughs> okay, night game where there going. was no penalties <laughs> called on the Eagles at all. Uh, Tony, which sport do you think would be the easiest to influence by an official? Uh, it's basketball. It's not even close. So many, so many play, and it's already been done. We've, I mean, it's documented. Tim Donaghy. Tim Donaghy that did it, and um, you know, I just think it's funny. We used to when I was when I was playing. You know, you have those meetings every year, and you meet with like the NFL, MLB security. They bring a guy in. It was a 
old uh, crusty veteran. Uh, it wasn't even a crusty <laughs> veteran. He was just a he was a made guy. He was a made man. Like he was one of those cats coming in, kind of telling us, "Hey, we we will highlight a guy like this and try to get him to to do different things in terms of gambling and." Shaving or whatever it is, whatever the case may be, to try to get any type of info. Yeah. So I, I'm positive if they're willing to go to a player and do it, an official, that's that's easy easy peasy right there. Easy peasy. Especially, you know, everybody's into gambling. All you got to do is have a little debt. I'm repping tonight if anybody wants to <laughs> offer me anything um, for the holidays. I was going to say home plate umpire. Because you can call ball strikes and strikes balls and... It's just a part of the game. That's the thing, though. You, you can be atrocious or you could be great and you have, have zero impact on the actual game. Well, I'm saying, like, say there's a – it's bases loaded and it should be strike three, but it was close and the guy calls it a ball and now a run comes in. I feel like – I you, see your point. I mean, it, we see missed calls so often behind the plate you would that never you know. Could, It'd be hard to kind of tell. You know, the umpire auditor out there is like. I don't know that it would have an impact on actual betting, though. I mean, yes, you could, as an umpire, decide, you know what, you know, whatever the prop bet is, you could get there. The umpire can't help them hit a home run. But you heard, you heard uh, Dan Bellino talking about the. Dean Blandino. What's his name? Dean Dean Blandino. Dan Blandino's good. (laughs) (laughs) He got the initials right. He did. He did. He did. Number two. (laughs) Texas Rangers Ray Hanner Max Scherzer underwent surgery to treat a herniated disc on Thursday. And he's going to be sidelined. Dean Blandino. That's what I meant to say. Yes. Dan Raldino. (laughs) um, Anyway, Max Scherzer underwent surgery today. Uh, He had several starts pushed back or skipped entirely this past season because of a recurring back injury. But he um, his whole year was pretty injury plagued and he's going to be out until June or July, according to Chris Young, the GM of the team. Now, the Rangers are on the hook for the forty three million dollar salary he has on the books for next season, which is the Mets contract that he got uh, two seasons ago. But. You know, the Rangers won the World Series. They did trade away some prospects. Tony, was the trade worth it for the Rangers? Did they win a World Series? They did. Sure. I don't think he really had an impact either Not way. Not much. His, 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 his back, uh, he has a um, herniated disc in yeah. his back yeah. that he's now having addressed. So, uh, I don't know if it worked out. It certainly didn't hurt. They, got, they won a World Series, so... They'll find out, you know, how much it was worth it probably this year when he comes back. Chris, I, I you know, are they getting uh, Degrom back next year? Yeah. Well, at once some he's point, done with at some his, point, yeah. still got to wait. I mean, I guess it could be in the same the same as Walker Bueller. He comes, he's healthy, but not ready to pitch. We'll so see. Weird that he could won. he could be back by so mid-year. weird that they won without both those guys. So number one, yeah, yeah it is very strange that two guys with. They they traded for and signed and all that stuff. All right, so I saw this floating around the internet earlier today, and I didn't know if it was true, but apparently if you would like to go to an Atlanta Falcons at the Carolina Panthers game this weekend, you can. And the post that I saw was that a ticket was being sold for 45 cents on the website. So I didn't believe this. I thought this may have been Photoshop, and I went on Ticketmaster, and I looked for a ticket this weekend. The lowest ticket that they have is $12. So some of these tickets are incredibly cheap. Um, I don't really know what to ask other than Chris. (laughs) 
Would, if I had twelve dollars lying around and I was happened to be standing in Charlotte, would I use it to go to a no. football game? No. How should you take this as the owner? This is this is telling you something, right? He already knows. I mean, they're one in twelve. They got a lousy product. They got a lousy fee- team right now. And I guess someone's paying him full price for the ticket anyway. And he's still getting all the TV money, full price. So Remember, he doesn't care. NFL teams don't need to make a dime on ticket sales. They still make money. Yeah, uh, so. Tony. What do you think? Not yeah. going to bother. Am I spending forty-five cents? No, no, no. Do you think the owner should like maybe pay attention to this? Scraby, give bit? me back that quarter I lent you earlier. They, I need to go to the Panther game. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes to show you how much money they have that they, they they're not even paying not any even attention. At, they're not even paying any attention. He's like, I I used twelve dollars uh, in the bathroom the other day. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know All where right, I was going TMI. with that. Uh, when we get back, we're going to recap the biggest stories of the day. The Padres made a trade, which sent Matt Carpenter to Atlanta. We'll tell you about that. Also, Kyle Higashioka was on the morning show, and we'll hear uh, from him as well on 97.3 The Fan.